Hi everyone, welcome to the EdSet podcast, supporting you, supporting students. We would like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, who are the traditional custodians of the lands on which this recording is taking place. This podcast is the 10th from our series of bite-sized sessions, 12 at 12, to help you recharge. This session, Does Mindfulness Matter?, examines how mindfulness is connected to our well-being and take away some easy mindfulness practices that you can use through the day. Make sure you check out our show notes for links to the session recording and presentation slides. Enjoy. Does mindfulness matter? What is it? Well, it certainly seems to be the kind of cure-all for everything at the moment. Is it so? Is it just a latest fad? Um, does it really make a difference? Um, and do we need to kind of sit on a meditation um, cushion for half an hour every day to get the benefits? So they're the kind of things that we're going to um, go, go through today. And what I'm going to say is that, no, we don't have to sit on a, um, a meditation cushion to get the benefits. And I'm going to offer you some really practical small things that you can do all through your day to bring mindfulness into it. And I'm going to start with just asking you to lower your eyes and um, put your hand on your abdomen, if you can, and take a deep breath. And just notice that breath go through your, um, through your nose. Feel the sensation of your breath. And then out through your nostrils, slow as you can. Do one more. And this time, notice that the air is slightly cool when it goes in through your nostrils. And just that bit warmer when it leaves. Now I'm going to ask you to set your intention for the next 12 minutes. Just the next 12 minutes, your intention. How do you want to be? And as you think about that intention, breath in. Hold it. And a breath out. Thank you. You can open your eyes and come to again now. That's mindfulness in practice. Um, congratulations. We could nearly finish the session there, but I better go on. So it can be as simple as um, setting your attention and bringing it back. Because mindfulness in its essence is paying attention to the present moment, paying attention to it with some openness, curiosity and some non-judgmental acceptance. Around that non-judgmental acceptance, easier um, to say than, a, than to do sometimes. Um, so to know that mindfulness is a practice. It's a practice and something that you get better at each time. Another really easy definition of mindfulness, is, and this is taken from Ellen Langer um, from the Harvard Uni, and she talks about mindfulness as the art of noticing what's new. You can think about it if you're a tourist and you're in a country that you haven't been to before, you're kind of pretty busy noticing everything because everything is new. And mindfulness can be like that. When you bring a mindfulness attitude, mindful attitude, you start noticing everything around you that you didn't notice before. I want you to slowly count from one to 10 and just focus on counting. And every time you notice that your mind has wandered from the task of counting the numbers, start again at one. So you start at one. If you get distracted, then instead of going to two, Go back to one. Let's do that for a few seconds.
Okay, how far did people get? You want to put in your chat? How many? How high? How high up did you get? How close to ten? Three, ten. Well done, Kirsty. Three to four, depending on what kind of day I'm having, I can, you know, sometimes get up there to ten. Sometimes it's just stuck at two or stuck at three. So. What happens with mindfulness, it's actually paying attention to your attention. And that's what you just did then. You really were watching your thoughts and then bringing them back when, you, when they strayed. So being mindful is having that metacognition. It's like um, watching your thoughts as if you were sitting in the back row of a cinema and your thoughts are on the big screen. So it's just watching them and watching them come and go. And if you can bring that non-judgmental acceptance as you watch them come and go, that's what you're aiming for. But to get there, mindfulness is focusing your attention on your attention and training the mind to be where you choose it to be and noticing when it is strayed. And when some people start a mindfulness practice or meditation, um, they'll often think that they're not good at it, like, oh, yeah, but I've got all these thoughts that keep coming in my mind. I can't concentrate. I can't kind of just focus on my breath because I'm thinking of dinner. I'm thinking of next week's session. I'm thinking of how I yelled at my partner last night. But actually what's happening is that those thoughts are always there. They're always there chattering away in our brain. And when you start a mindfulness practice, actually what you're doing is just bringing your attention to them. So it's worth keeping on going. The idea of mindfulness is not to empty our brain of any thoughts. That's not only not possible, but if it was, it would probably be pretty dangerous. Um, but it's just noticing your thoughts and then training your mind to be where you choose it to be. That's why setting that intention at the beginning of the session was important. So why, why, is it, why does it matter? because it changes our brain and it changes our brain in real ways. So it actually increases the matter around our prefrontal cortex, that part at the front of our brain, where we um, make decisions. Um, that's part of the brain that helps us focus, to pay attention. It's, it helps us solve problems. It helps our creativity, helps us regulate our actions um, and builds our emotional awareness. So... The, the matter, our brain matter around that area increases the more that we meditate. And also at the same time, and it decreases the area around the amygdala in the middle of our brain. And that's where um, we respond or we react. That's where we react and often we react out of emotions and often out of our fear and anxiety. Um, so when that area decreases, we can actually be more calmer and have a greater sense of well-being. And not only does it change our brain, but it actually changes a whole lot of other things about how we re respond and react and what, how others see us. So we're a better listener. And because we're a better listener, we actually come across as more credible, more trustworthy, and others like us more. We're more open to other people's ideas. We're less judgmental. Um, we're more compassionate. In fact, there's been some great stories around compassion training and mindfulness has been critical to those. Um, yeah, we're kinder. And when, we're more, when we do a task mindfully, it, we leave a mindfulness footprint and others rate our work better. Um, so others notice. 
So what gets in the way of this great mindfulness? Um, as I mentioned before, we have a lot of chatter in our brain and our brain just goes chatter, 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 chatter. Um, and often um, those thoughts go round and round in our brain and most of them are repetitive. In fact, we have 60,000 thoughts a day um, and 90% of these tend to be repetitive. So all that can be taking a little bit of your energy even when you don't realise it and distracting you. We can run on autopilot and some of us can spend up to 47% of our time each day running on autopilot. You know, that kind of um, sensation when you're driving in your car and you get to your destination and you think, how did I get here? It's that autopilot feeling. And, and the danger of that is we assume we know things. We might meet with a student or meet with our colleagues and we assume that we know things when they're telling us about it rather than being curious and open. Remember Ellen Langer, it's the art of noticing what's new. And we can also get caught in a wandering mind. So we can either be rehashing the past or we can be daydreaming of the future. Either or, it's, it's keeping us out of the present um, and caught up in our mind and rather than noticing what's new in the here and now. And we can be multitasking. We might think we're clever when we're multitasking, um, but it doesn't actually help our brain um, work at its best. And, and it's, it can be even less effective for the task too. So, um, yeah, I had to put cats and dogs in. I've been nine weeks doing 12 at 12 with no cats and dogs um, images, so we get them this week. When um, we're caught up um, with unease, anxiety, tension, stress and worry, these are all forms of fear, and um, it means often that we can be caught up in the future. So we're worried, um, our mind's more in the future and not in the present. Or we can be full of regret, resentment, sadness, bitterness, um, non-forgiving stuff that's happened. And that can mean or indicate that we're caught up in the past and not in the present. And I've got an image of some feet there um, because one of my um, friends describes mindfulness is when your mind and your feet are in the same place which means when you're present. Um, often our feet might be in one place or my feet might be in this room, but my mind's stuck in the past or caught in the future. So when I can bring my mind to where my feet is. So there's a few um, easy little ways just to bring some mindfulness practice in your day. One is just simple three deep breaths. Um, first deep breath, focus on relaxing your body. Second, you can focus on what you're grateful for right now. And the third is to focus on intention you'll bring to your task. So a little bit like the one we did at the beginning of the session. And I like um, when I do those deep breaths to put my hand on my abdomen so I can really feel the breath go right down there. STOP is a popular one. So it's using the acronym STOP, STOP. So you stop what you're doing, you take a breath, you observe how you're feeling, how you're feeling inside. You're noticing any physical feelings. You're noticing any emotions that you're feeling. Um, and then you can see and then you um, see what you can observe around you in your environment, what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell or what you can feel. And then you proceed with calmness. 
sometimes we can be um, so agitated or so overwhelmed with things that just as kind of even a simple stopping and breathing, it's really hard to concentrate. So I find a really tactile meditation or mindfulness practice can work there. And one is to rub your thumb and index finger together and do it as slowly as possible. And you notice the ridges of your fingerprint when you're doing it really slowly. And just trying to do that for 10 seconds at a time. You can do one finger at a time. Start with your little finger, go to your index and your pointer and your ring, if I've got those around the right way. Um, slows you down, calms you down in an amazing way. Or you can focus on the sensation of your feet on the floor, you know, how the carpet feels or how your socks feel, any pressures. Another way is to take an everyday experience, something that you do every morning or every evening, for example, cleaning your teeth, and you do it slowly and you do it mindfully and you notice, you notice all those things that are the sensations. So the taste of the toothpaste, the sensation of the toothbrush on your tooth, um, or maybe you're in the shower and you notice a sensation, try to, try to notice the sensation of every drop of water as it falls on you. It makes a very different um, experience. Or just take an everyday experience, um, like going for a walk and noticing all the things that you haven't noticed before. Um, it's pretty amazing what you see then. And then you think, oh, how often am I not? am I on autopilot when I do this usually? And this is a nice mindfulness thing because if you ever need to public speak, chances are you will be really into kind of worrying about the future. So to get your thoughts back into where your feet are um, and align them with where your feet are, do some tongue twisters. And um, you can't really worry when you're doing some tongue twisters. Smiling Mind offers some great mindfulness apps and Greater Good in Action also has some mindfulness practice as, and that is it. Sorry, I think I rushed a little bit too much at the end. I just wanted to share that all with you. Thank you so much. And for those who've joined not only today, um, thanks for being on this 12 at 12 journey with us. We just wanted to thank you again for listening to our podcast. If you are loving our podcast, please subscribe to our channel so you can keep up to date with our latest episodes. We would also appreciate it if you could leave us a review. If you are after more great content, you can head over to our socials and website www.adcet.edu.au.